Amazing start of another episode of Light Up Your Voice, a podcast on the North American a cappella music. This podcast is brought to you by Jappe, Joe, and Emily. What you have heard just now was Cubs, covered by Sam Sui, Alex G, Kina Granis, and Kurt Schneider. So, Joe, do you know what a cappella is? Of course, it is one of the genre where the whole song only consists of vocal, right? There are no musical instruments used in a cappella. Yes, Joe, you're right. I think our audience will be very curious about what acapella actually is. So basically, acapella performances have no musical instruments, but only the voices of the performers. However, people still can hear the sounds of drums, bass, strings, and other instruments. This have made many people to be curious about how they did it, and also feel it is very surprising. That's right, Japan. Oh, I see. Then what are the differences between choir and acapella? So you know both choir and a cappella have five parts of voices, which are soprano, alto, baritone, tenor, and bass. But the huge difference between them is with the percussion. Yeah, in other genre, percussion is done with musical instruments that you hit, like drums. But a cappella performance, a person uses his voice to replace the percussion sound. Oh, is it like the beatbox performance? Performers make sounds like the electric drum, synthesizer, and electric guitar. Yes, you're right, Emily. Beatboxing is performed by shaping the mouth, making pops and clicks as pseudo drum sounds. You know there is a popular phrase that beatboxers use to begin their training, which is boots and caps, like boots and caps, boots and caps. I see. So I think the correct definitions of a cappella should be something like singing without instrumental accompaniment. You're right. So I did some research, right? And I found that there are several types of a cappella, which are barbershop quartet, classical, contemporary, and duop. Have you guys heard about this? I know about barbershop quartet because it's a four people, right? If I'm not wrong, this name came from the tradition where four men get it in the barbershop and they sing without any musical instruments. <laughs> I know, right? What an interesting background! Oh, I know that the voice part are called bass, baritone, lead, and tenor. For the barbershop style music, the melody or the tune is sung by the lead part. Yes, and about the classical a cappella, people perform classical music such as Turkish march. What I know is contemporary is the most popular kind of a cappella these days. For this kind, bassline would be stronger and the chorus have variety. Yes, I found that contemporary percussion should make their sound more like drums. The genre is similar to doo wop, but the chorus part is more complex and has a variety of sound effects, except for bass, percussion, and solo. So to say that a cappella is divided into many types, many people may think that learning a cappella will be simple, but in fact, it is difficult. I know, right? It's so difficult because it includes like music theory, harmony, rhythm, and also solfege. I know, right? A cappella is a unique performance because of there are no musical instruments. It can be called the best music without ornamentation. Do both of you know what a cappella mean in Italian? Hmm, I don't know about this. Ah, I know. It's mean by in chapel or choir style. 
is referred to a performance that was sung in chapel or small worship space without accompanied by any musical instruments. Yes, you are right, Emily. The only instruments that may be used is a pitch pipe or a ram's horn. Pitch pipe or a ram's horn? For what? For giving the performers a starting note. It's so interesting, right? <laughs> hmm, not too bad. It was first originated in the late 15th century by a French composer known as Josquin Despres during the Renaissance era, and it successfully reached its preeminence with Parisina in the late 16th century in the music that he wrote for Sistine Chapel of the Vatican. Wow, what a great man! As I know, ancient Greeks used instruments that produced music associated with dancing and merrymaking. Oh, then how about a cappella? I think. A cappella is the direct opposite of ancient Greeks. Yes, Joe is right. In early church, instrumental music was associated with the sinful outside world, and is considered as a bad influence. Hmm, this sounds bad. <laughs> Hence, in places of worship where too much fun is not allowed, this kind of mirthful music was not popular with religious leaders. Huh? Then, do the places of worship have any kind of music? Yes, the early church developed the tradition of a cappella singing from the Hebrews, chanting some or other scriptures and use cantor, which is also called trained vocalist as a leader. Oh, I know one of the famous example of a cappella church music is Gregorian chant, a liturgical chant of Roman Catholic Church named after Pope Gregory. It is a single, a simple melodic line, half spoken, half sung in a free rhythmic style. Do both of you know that the trend of unaccompanied vocal music continued throughout the Renaissance? No? How is it be like? I know that vocal music largely stood on its own, but sometimes instruments are used to double or substitute it for a vocal line. Yes, Chape is right. Wow, it is so surprising that both of you know about this, huh? These are not all. I also know that the reason a cappella was so popular was that it was cheaper because the groups did not have to hire a band. Are you right? Nowadays, a cappella singing is popular among college college groups, barbershop quartets, and also contemporary Christian groups. It not only can be performed as a solo, but also in a small group or by a large group. Wow, it is interesting. I think we have been talking for quite some time, and I hope that those who are listening actually know more about what is a cappella after listening to our podcast. They definitely will. Even me myself, I knew more about a cappella today. So let us all jump into Pentatonic's a cappella cover named "Somebody That I Used to Know" and Havana before we continue. Yes, what you have heard just now was somebody that I used to know and Havana covered by Pentatonics. So when we talk about a cappella, right? I think by far within this decade, Pentatonic is one of the most favorite a cappella group in the North America. Yes, they are also called PTX. They are so famous, especially during about eight years ago, where they just started. 
Yeah, I remember they were the team that made acapella famous in the Western, then their music is very favorable in the Eastern like in Malaysia. At first, their videos on YouTube didn't have much quality, but you know lah, because back then, the technology wasn't so advanced, right? But their first video already obtained like 8.5 million of views. Can you believe? Wow, I see you did some research over there. Of course, they're so famous for their Christmas cover, especially the batch of covers that they did like um, six years ago in 2014. The cover of Mary Did You Know went up to 242 million of views. Away. That's like 13 times of their current number of subscribers on YouTube, which is like 18.4 million. But the cover with the highest number of views is still the song Hallelujah, with 568 million views. Then the second highest views covers is Daft Punk with 338 million views. It is so impressive. Yeah, they produce really good covers and they grow very fast. But I noticed they have stopped publishing videos since the beginning of 2020. Only until a few months ago, they started a so-called social distancing cover again. Yeah, maybe because they could not meet up for practices and recordings and their process of uploading covers have been delayed all. I think so too. Joe, do you want to tell us and our audiences more about the background of Pentatonics? I know some too. I've been following them because I really like their covers and I also hope that I will have my team one day to make song covers like them. Okay, so Pentatonix is an American a cappella group based in Texas and it consists of five members which are like Scott Hoying, uh, Mitch Gracie, Christine Malnado, Kevin Olusola and Matt Sally who took over the position of Avi Kiplan. Oh yeah, I really love Avi. I couldn't find out what is the main reason that made him leave the team. Duh. So basically they use vocal harmonies, bass lines, riffing and also beatboxing in their covers, right? Yeah, Jape is right. As you know, the beatboxing and riffing is done by Kevin, and then the bass line is by Avi back then, la, but then now it's Matt, and then the other three mainly focus on the vocal harmonies. Yes, they are not only do song covers, but in most of their covers, they actually have made some different arrangement of the songs. Yes, that's why I'm really impressed by them. Not just Miri cover, which is boring enough, but their covers have made those songs alive again in another version. I know, right? They even have their own albums, eh? More than 10 million pieces are sold worldwide. For the past 10 years, they have been touring around the world for the shows as well. How I wish I went for at least one of it, but all the 51 CDs they went, I couldn't make the time for it. They even upgrade from the Vogue Theater to Pacific Coliseum to sell out Rogers Arena show. Imagine the number of supporters they have. Wow, so since they are so famous and did very well in a YouTube channel, have they won any prize before? That's of course. You know the TV singing competition program called the Sing Off organized by NBC? Yeah, it is a single competition for a cappella groups la, and they won champion in the third season. And that was before they started their YouTube channel, you know. And they also won the Grammy Award as much as three times. Eh. Definitely one of the most famous a cappella group in West America for the past 10 years. Yes, definitely. But anyways, right, a cappella not only revolves around singing groups, you know, and there are also movies or even drama series that their team is a cappella. You know about this? Yes, yes, Glee. I used to watch it when I was young. Ah, you got me, Emily. I wanted to talk about Glee. Mmm, I have heard it, but I never watch it. It's okay, Chia Pei. 
Let us listen a cover on Toxic and for the longest time sang in Glee. We will come back later to talk about this drama series. An American musical comedy drama TV series, and it was aired on the Fox Network in the United States from 19 May 2009 to 20 March 2015. There are multiple of seasons of it, and I watch almost every episode. No wonder I never had Fox TV at home because my family wasn't fortunate enough to afford Astro at home back then. No worries, La Jiapei. If you're interested, you can watch them back from online. And also, all of you who are listening to us, go watch it. You will not regret it. Yes, especially you, music lovers out there. It is really, really worth it to watch and enjoy the songs by them in the drama. You know, I've been calling myself as a Gleeks, because this is how they call a Glee fan. They have really inspired their fans to cover their songs, and the influence of a cappella is getting strong from this drama series. Yeah, you know we said that we watch it when we were younger, right? But right, they actually catch attention of different age group people, eh? Statistics shows that there is a crescendo of interest from the immature adult singing groups, even the veterans or the. Post-college singing subculture—they watch it too. Seems interesting. Unlike the Panasonic that we talked earlier, their covers mainly catches the attention of the youngsters, but Glee suits every age group. Yes, you're right, Japay. And this is the charm of this drama series. I really miss watching it, man. Perhaps I should watch it again when I have time. <laughs> okay, so now let's listen to "Just the Way You Are" covered by Peach Perfect. Later, we are going to talk about a cappella movie series. Stay with us. Isn't that a nice song covered by Peach Perfect? <laughs> so, other than drama series like Glee, today we are also going to talk about some movies that their main topic is on acapella. Which is Pitch Perfect. Oh, Pitch Perfect! I like it so much. Yes, the movie which talk about a group of young ladies singing a cappella, and also the song we heard just now, which is called Just the Way You Are. I have watched that movie too. There are three seasons, and I watch all of it. They are really, really good movies. This movie was great, and it shows a lot of knowledge about a cappella, especially in the Pitch Perfect too. It is my favorite season. But ah,、uh, I remember in the beginning of Pitch Perfect too, the Bellas mess up during performance and they got hated by the audience. They have many flaws in their performances in that season, and Bellas are what the a cappella singers are called in the movie. I think she likes that season because 
that season shows how they encourage each other and they make one another feel more confident and create rapport within a group. So she admires their attitude. Am I right, Emily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is exactly what I mean. The attitude of learning from mistakes and never giving up make that season worthwhile to be watched. We can truly learn a lot of them on how to work in a team. Oh, I see. But my favorite one was season 3. When Becca got chosen by the company but the group didn't, she originally refused but then agrees because of the encouragement by the Bellas. This shows how strong their friendship is. When our friends got promoted, we will feel happy for them. Wow, seems like we all have different preferences, yeah? My favorite one is still season 1 though. All of them are still very new to acapella, but they patiently learn everything until the end and they won champion in the competition. During their preparation, right, they also like gain friendship and so much fun together. How nice. In this movie, especially in season 2, it shows the importance of building chemistry among a team. Without chemistry, it would be very chaotic like the beginning of the Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah, I can see the importance of having a strong chemistry within a team. Absolutely. Do you remember the time when we tried to build chemistry among us? Yeah, we really try hard to match up with each other. But we always have arguments when we are discussing because of different opinions and perspective. We were not familiar to each other yet, so we did not know how to express ourselves to one another. But that was an important process, don't you think so? We have overcome it and here we are today. Yeah, now we are much better than last time when we just knew each other, right? And then there are a lot of miscommunication, but I'm proud that you know we all made it through. We sat down and talked it out. We took almost a month to adjust ourselves to get along well. Remember when we were deciding on which song to perform in this episode? We all wanted different songs, but in the end, we came up with a song that we think is best. Yeah, since singing a cappella is not our profession, but doing podcasts, but we still did it because we put a lot of effort in it. It was really, really hard in the beginning trying to choreograph on what sound effect we need, tone of voice, and so on, but we made it through. Yeah, it was tough, but it was a very good one, man. Thank you girls for making this come true. Oh my gosh. So, right next up, three sisters here today are going to present to you our a cappella on the song Flashlight. And this is one of the most favorite songs in the movie Pitch Perfect. Hope you like it. That's all for this podcast today. Let up your voice, a podcast on the North American a cappella music. See you next week.
Cause you're my flashlight You're my flashlight 